This is CliffCentral.com. 360biz on CliffCentral.com. It is 360biz.com. My name is Debohoma 40. Welcome to another exciting installment of 360biz. It is a beautiful Wednesday evening. The sun is out there. I mean, it's just shining um, as well. Some of us are still recovering from December, boss. Uh, I know that most people have already opened up at work. Most of us uh, have opened this week, others last week. And more than anything, what can I say? It is 2018. This is actually the second show of the year. Um, you know, and you know, as a second show, um, of the year, we're still getting used to things. So now, you know, some of the things, actually, the body's still slow in terms of waking up. I don't know, Tsekho, have you, have you, have, have you, have you gotten accustomed to 2018? Yes. Hi to the listeners. Yes. Since the 8th of January. Yeah. We've been here. Is it? Mm. Oh, so you've gotten accustomed. So you. I have. I have, eh? And it's busy. So, so far, it's so busy. I think I'm ready for 2018. No, definitely. No, if, if you're ready for 2018, and then, eh, you know, this is definitely a show that brings you all things business. We bring in regulators. We bring in subject matter expert. We're bringing industry champions, um, that we're discussing all things business on this show. That's why I'm particularly excited about today's guests that we have on the show. If ever you've just tuned in, you are nowhere else but 360 base right here on Cliff Central. I am still Debhoma 40 Bulelane, but, but is running late But he will be coming and joining on the show I always say business people don't become late But however, they do become delayed So this is definitely If ever you want to join in on the discussion You can always follow our YouTube channel Not YouTube, what am I saying? Uh, social media, <laughs> social media. Our, <laughs> so Twitter much, uh, our Twitter handle is At cliffcentral.com And mine is at Debhoma 40 At Seho you are? At Seho Mall At Seho Mall Oh, okay. No, then you will be able to have a discussion. I'm actually particularly excited about today's discussion. It's actually one of my favorite, building your brand for 2018. Um, we've had people that are setting up goals, others are setting up um, visions, others are refining some of the goals for 2017, others for 2015. So mm. <laughs> they, didn't, <laughs> they didn't achieve, so they're just crossing them over um, onto the new year. But however, branding is one of the most important aspects of any business larger or small, retail or B2B. B2B, it is business to business. An effective brand strategy gives you a major edge in increasing competitive markets. But what exactly does branding mean um, and how does it affect small businesses? Definitely what we're going to be learning today. Simply put, I mean, your brand is your promise, is your customer. It tells them what they can expect from your product or services and it differentiates um, your offering from other competitors. Your brand is derived from who you are and what you want to be and how should people perceive you. That's why as well, as much as I'm a businessman, there's Devil Homer 40, the brand, and there's my business, which has its own brand. So those are the discussions that I'm particularly excited about, that obviously some of us have managed to actually distinguish our brand from a very early age so that obviously we had our own strategy. But right now, I'm glad that with some of the guests, we're going to get into details um, about that. I mean, your brand strategy is how what or where and when or whom uh, you plan on communicating um, with. But I am no expert. Uh, I've got experts in the show. That's why this to me means that South Africa as a country is strong in culture and its people. This is how we as a nation have carried our brand. Hence, we've got organizations like Brand South Africa um, and Brand uh, Proudly Essay that always carries the brand of the country. Now, how can we carry this through to everyone from young people, adults to those approaching 
their old age and how do you build your brand in 2018? Because some of us, for those that are out there looking for jobs, looking for businesses, people buy into you before they buy what you sell. Would you guys agree? No, definitely. Uh, maybe let me know what waste time. Uh, today we're talking to um, our building, uh, our branding expert about building your brand for 2018. We have the honor of welcoming our incredible guest in studio. I've got Mr. Jay Baza, who's the founder and head of Onco. Um, who's the head of eh, head honcho? Head honcho? Is it head honcho or what is it? Eh? Head honcho, sir. Or oh, head honcho? Yeah, I know. I don't know. Is it French? Is it English? What is it? Well, a head on show is just, you know, like a cooler and more youthful name for a CEO. Oh, oh uh, okay. <laughs> so, did you know that a CEO is a head on show? <laughs> we're in branding, so we can't do everything that everybody else does. We I like that. You're creating ourselves. your own trend, eh? Absolutely. No, definitely. Uh, I mean, uh, it's, a, it's a boutique a brand and marketing communication consultancy company. Based in Johannesburg, I mean, he is a seasoned communication specialist with over nine years' experience in the marketing and brand communication industry. We've got my good friend Beth Malaji, who is an author uh, of um, the Bootstrappers Lifestyle Hacks. You know, with with with, Be- with Beth, Beth has always been reinventing herself. You know, you know, when the minute we started having Beth, Beth was having Wealth Magazine. Wealth came here uh, again, and she has these monthly events. Beth, why don't you? Do, what don't you do? And but I'm sure we're gonna definitely um, get to that. I mean, it's an easy what um, live uh, life saving hacks. It's an easy to read practical handbook or book about business process automation. Her entrepreneurial journey started when she founded Wealth Leather Magazine that she had actually bought on the show before. She is currently the co-founder and editor in chief of Tenacity Magazine and has recently took over the role. Of chapter director at Startup Grind, John Speck, the largest global independent startup community founded in Silicon Valley. You know, that is definitely my favorite place. And I've got another guest, but this guest I'm gonna introduce. I'm gonna introduce, let me maybe take this opportunity to welcome, um, Beth. First, Beth, maybe let me start with you. Now, I can't start with, with, with other people. When are you part hey. of the furniture already? <laughs> take this opportunity to say hi to our listeners. Tell us who you are and what is it that you do. Hi, Taboha. And is it Taboha or Taboha? It's hard, yeah. It's hard. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the whole. <laughs> okay. So, uh, like you just mentioned, I run Startup Grand Johannesburg. So that is basically uh, more what I'm focusing on now more than anything else. And then I've recently got into the business of wines. So I have my own wine brand under pretty much my name. It's Rebeth. But Rebeth as in R-E-B-E-T-H So um, uh, having said that I also do help people um, put together their own wine brand as well So if for example um, Cliff Central want to have their own wine label mm-hmm. I can actually help you kickstart and um, so that people can actually drink your own wine mm. So that is Basically, more okay. <laughs> what I'm being uh, Beth, Beth, <laughs> Beth, now you are from Limbobo, you know? Yes. Uh, so, Limbobo and wine, never go back. 
Oh my god Please <laughs> Okay <laughs> So I've always loved wine And I've always loved I've always been very curious As to um, If somebody wanna Start their own wine label Especially if you If you're a woman And mm-hmm. you're black And you know um, Such things also do count as well So you try to find information From people who have been In the industry for Long enough And they don't even give you The relevant information So What I've done is I did my own research mm-hmm. and I've um, connected myself with a lot of wine farms in and around the Western Cape, mm-hmm. tasted a lot of good wines, and I've just decided from there on that, okay, these are the ones that I, I can associate myself with. And then on my brand, I only have six, I'm only pushing six variants. Okay. So um, having said that as well, with the people that also want to start their own brands, I always encourage them to taste as much, uh, as many different varieties as possible so that they can choose the ones that they actually familiarize them that they actually love and then from there on they can decide which ones they want to go with hmm. and yeah that's just pretty much as the business itself is very lucrative and it's a long-term thing and mm-hmm. also for legacy building as well i come from the publishing uh background okay and i've always wanted to have my own products mm-hmm. so um when i looked at the business of wine and I mean, a lot of people respect us in South Africa, especially on the Pinot Touch, which mm-hmm. is one of the bottles that I bought. I bought you today. Okay. Um, the grape is the only. The, the, this is the Pinot Touch. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. And I, 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 I bought the the unbranded one just to give you an idea of how. Um, your bottle would look like Say for example If you want to brand your own wine So mm-hmm. basically You just do the whole branding of it And then just put a sticker on it And that's just basically it mm. So with the Pinot Touch In South Africa um, The grape is only found in South Africa okay. And a lot of tourists When they come to South Africa That's the first um, That's the first wine they want to taste And those are some of the things That we as South Africans need to to own You know Just to say mm. Okay You come in here you Obviously when you Ellen go Bob to Ellen is teaching us about wine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Obviously, kidding. when you go to when you go to um, other countries, yeah. you wanna eat the food from that country. That's you wanna true. taste. Um, uh, if if you go to Belgium, you would wanna taste mm. the, um, chocolate from Belgium, mm. right? If you go to Italy, you wanna taste their food. Obviously, mm. because that is what they're famous for. Mm. And interestingly, in South Africa, we are um, on number seven of the uh, producers of wine worldwide. Mm. So that is also something that we need to be proud of. And it would be great if a lot of South Africans own products that are from South Africa. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what interested me in, 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 in the business. Yeah. Jay, um, say hi to our listeners. Tell us who you are and what is it that you do. <laughs> so I'm Jay Bads. I'm the uh, founder and head on short uh, Orchard on 25. Uh, we're a marketing and branding consultancy. So we uh, help people establish their brands. So uh, the variety of our clients either come with existing brands or they come with non-existent brands. And then we have to put together a go-to-market strategy on how that brand is going to live, how it's going to behave, where it's going to be found, mm-hmm. who is it going to be talking to and what is going to be serving that consumer. Mm, yeah, I mean, you, 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 you are head on cho. I didn't know head on cho. It's CEO. <laughs> and the next thing you've got a unique hairstyle. Um, you love uniqueness and creating your own trends, right? Eh? It's, it's part of my, my brand, I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, you've got to stand out. You know, if you're trying to build a brand, you can't do the same thing that everybody else is doing. 
you have to come in with a, a different style, a different look, a different energy uh, that attracts a certain clientele. Um, you know, it could be a niche client, it could be um, a mass a client, but there needs to be something about you that differentiates you from everybody else. So a lot of the work that we do is uh, in, in the area of communication and public relations, and we all know what a lot of public relations CEOs look like, and I didn't want to look like that because I'm not doing traditional things the way they are, but I'm literally uh, tapping into um, you know more youthful, more African insight, and then helping people build their G- brands. Give us a quick hint. How do uh, how do those CEOs look like? Uh, they're in middle age, <laughs> and they wear oversized suits. Oh, okay. Uh, they're in the middle age, and they wear oversized suits. No, okay. No, no. Um, uh, I, I, I hear you. <laughs> Are you one of them? Am I? Are you one of them? Um, I'm Those not. CEOs. No, I'm not wearing a suit. I'm sure I'm, I'm one of the stylish one if I am. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I don't think you also count as middle age anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. Uh, I'm gonna move over to. In fact, the, the the reason I wanted to say to 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 save this lady for for the end. Eh? Uh, I don't know, Tsekhor, is it justice for me to introduce her or she introduces herself? You know, because to start with, Runawi, we are Tsekhor, I'm Debo. Okay, Beth doesn't count. Lijay doesn't count because they've got English name. <laughs> ne? But <laughs> but at least when I were Malaji and, you know, Yena, she's, uh, I mean, Yena, Yena, she's Tracy Leveson. Hmm? The next thing, she, she, she she's black and... <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking her, uh, some colored lady or some American is gonna get off the car or whatever. Tracy Lavison, how are you doing? Hi, I'm very well, thank you. No, the world, I, I've, huh? I haven't seen you in so many years. Right? Yes, I know it's been a while, right? Yeah. Yes. So, uh, just so by the way, I'm also, I also have roots in Limpopo, so my sister, Tobela, Tobela. Hey. Oh, okay. So, so say, say hi to our listeners. Tell us who you are and what is it that you do? Hi, listeners. So my name is Tracy Loveson. I'm a corporate and personal branding expert. Um, how did I start to do my business? As you can hear from my name, uh, it's Tracy Loveson. Many people uh, are very confused um, about that. Uh, I come from a multicultural background with a lot of um, roots in different ethnicity groups and different cultures. So um, my personal branding journey really started when I left law. Um, uh, you used to do law? Yes, I came to Johannesburg to study my LLB oh, okay. I worked for a few law firms Then moved from law to project management mm-hmm. um, And then, uh, you know, I really just fell into my purpose Because I knew that I always wanted to be my own woman So that's really for me when this term Which I didn't understand at the time Personal branding became a business mm-hmm. um, So I help people and corporates Build their personal brands um, Or their corporate brands yeah. Yeah. So that's what I do. Oh, okay. I didn't know that branding was a calling, but I guess it <laughs> business is a calling. So this is one of the business that I'm doing. Oh. Yes. The one. One of what's another one? One of uh, uh I'm a serial entrepreneur like yourself. Okay. So I'm in. Um, I trade a foreign currency mm. um, and cryptocurrency as well. Mm. Um, I also have an, another online business um, that we that we started mm. not so long ago. I have a clothing brand that we are currently rebranding um, and getting out to the consumers mm. um, on an international basis. Um, so yeah, there are quite a few things that I'm doing. Mm. Yeah, on the cryptocurrency one, I'm sure you can have that discussion as well with uh, yeah. with Beth. 
Because Beth is is the one person that's that's. <laughs> in. Are you still into that, Beth? Yeah, I am kind of. You know what? It's very complicated because I literally gave myself the position that I have in this company. Okay. It's called Aziza Coin, and their cryptocurrency backs up startups in South Africa. But like you're saying, that's a conversation for another day. Yeah, no, I think we we must have those conversations. Yeah. Your Bitcoin, <laughs> your, your yeah, cryptocurrency, because that's, yeah. that's where the right now. Yeah. The, the 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 trend is at. And my co-host, Beth Crypto. I'm kidding. Now it's just I'm offended because the last time we had a conversation with Beth, she was telling us that she's into white men. Uh-uh. And 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 she's oh my yeah. god, she still is into white men. No, yeah, guys. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, man, I'm happy to be on the show. Happy New Year to everyone. I'm drinking milk. I'm having Thank fun. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. So maybe maybe um, I'm coming back to to Tracy, and maybe I'll I'll I'll, I'll set the pace with you. Yes. Uh, right now, you said you are a, a, a personal branding um, specialist yes. or coach. So, what is personal branding? Because this is a word that gets thrown around. Mm. We yes. just hear people say, I'm a brand this, I'm a brand that. Even those that are unemployed, uh, they're starting a company. So, what company are you starting? No, I'm going to do branding. It's as okay. if it's so easy, everyone can do it. So, personal branding is really connecting who you are mm-hmm. with what you do. So, everybody is supposed to have a personal brand. Whether you are that person who's at home, you need to start thinking of yourself as a brand. Whether you're a mother, whether you're CEO of a company, whether you're an employee, mm-hmm. whether you're an entrepreneur, you have to think of yourself as a brand. Why is it so important? It's so that you can become more of an authentic person and so that you can do your business from a more uh, of an authentic space. Many people are in businesses, or let me rather take it a step back. In school, we were not taught to look at ourselves as brands, mm-hmm. right? In school, we basically just followed a system. You had to go to school, you learned, you, you crammed whatever it is that you needed to learn, you wrote your test, and you had, and two weeks after that, you forgot what it is that you wrote. Mm-hmm. After school, you go to university, same system that you are, that you are put into, right? But no one has ever taught us to look at ourselves, to do the internal work and actually look at ourselves as a brand. Like, my personal story I started off studying law Because we were told You know If you're a lawyer An accountant Or a doctor You're going to make good money Right Then If I hadn't asked myself The questions that I had asked myself I wouldn't be where I'm at And 90% of my clients Are people who just Fell into the trap Fell into the system And they find themselves Asking the, the questions Later on in life Who am I? What is it that I want to do? These are conversations That need to be happening At an early stage That are not happening It needs to be happening At a school level That is not Happening right now So personal branding Is being true To your core values mm. Your mission and your purpose. If we're in, in church, I'll be offering right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can still give ten percent. Come. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let, let, let me come to Jay. Um, Jay. Um, Tracy speaks about uh, your brand speaking to your true self. Um, personal values and the core. Um, you know of who you are and the likes. You, on the other hand, um, okay. I've under, I understand you are you you are a brand within brands. Okay. One, you've left DNA brand architects. I don't know why. You just vanished, you know? And for that matter. <laughs> then we got the files. <laughs> uh, and, and for that matter, you built Bonang Mateba's brand, That's you know? Correct. 
And and um, you, in fact, you even said in your show that you are the brains behind Bonan. You know, so maybe tell us why you left first, and you tell us what is it that you did for Bonan. So, um, you know, I started my career about uh, 10, 11 years ago in, in, in uh, marketing and branding consult- uh, communications. And the one thing that I really wanted to do was to be able to make a difference. So I, you know, worked a little bit in uh, corporate uh, agencies until um, I met uh, Sylvester Chauke, um about, well, we met earlier, but then he started his company about five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, geez, you know, I'm so tired of, you know, working and reporting to a head office. How come we've not had Sylvester in the show? I know we've been trying to get him. Yeah. He's a very busy man, so I uh, guess uh, uh, you know, okay. he'll make time for <laughs> you guys. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, then I, you know, and I said, geez, I really want to um, build a career in, uh, in, in marketing and branding communications, but really to tell authentic African stories because I'm so tired of receiving a press release or a piece of advertising from uh, Switzerland or from the USA and being told to just, you know, tailor make it for my local consumer because it actually doesn't work. So I my wish man. I could work for a, for, for a company that will be able to allow me to, to tell some African stories and it's like oh my goodness that's so, so amazing because I'm starting this agency and that sort of thing um, and then that's when we, we started uh, you know off together about six years ago mm-hmm. but the, the I've always been very entrepreneurial um, in everything that I've done and I've been an entrepreneur even inside of, of DNA uh, you know just helping to grow the business and that sort of thing um, and uh, last year it dawned on me that I needed to take my entrepreneurial service somewhere else. Mm. So we, uh, I opened Orchard on 25 uh, in order to service the needs of certain clients who couldn't get into an environment like a DNA, but were also not really interested in going with a more traditional agency uh, because the market was also saying, you know, we need more of you. We need to, to see more of that creativity, just not being boxed in one organization or one institution. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to have variety and we want to have to be able to have choice okay. So that's what really inspired me To then go off And, 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 and venture off to At Orchard on 25 And I must say for me the, the the most proudest moment And when people ask me Oh geez, is it tough? How is it? And I say uh, you know, business is tough. Uh, we, we mustn't glamorize it like, you know, people yeah. always try to fool us and say, oh, it's going to be nice and sweet. And it's really tough. I'm going to be seeing in suits <laughs> and they're thinking, oh, this thing is easy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's really tough and it's really challenging. But, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, I, I, uh, left one chair where I was previously employed and I've opened seven chairs where I'm currently employing people, it really helps me feel great and sleep better at night knowing that I'm making a difference, especially in the lives of young people who are struggling in terms of finding employment and and, and that sort of thing okay and then so wait, wait how, how, may, yeah, okay then uh, fast forward are you, are you coming to the bonang yes thing? oh okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so f- fast forward to bonang um you know when we started DNA, uh, uh, Bonang hosted a few events that we that that, that we ran um she is Professional, she is amazing, she's incredible, and we like to work with the best, so we always worked with her. 
And people in the industry even started saying, oh, geez, you guys like Bonang too much. But we loved the level of delivery <laughs> that, that, that she came with and the uh, satisfaction of knowing that our clients are going to walk away and they're going to be very happy. And then, um, you know, after we launched uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians Season 8, uh, which she hosted on our behalf, she then came to the office and said, guys, I actually have a bright idea. And we're like, oh, okay, let's listen to this bright mm-hmm. idea. And then she uh, asked us to manage her. And, um, you know, like she said in the show, I said, well, in the book, I said to her, well, we actually manage brands. We don't manage uh, personalities. People. So if you want to grow as a brand, you're in the right place. But if you just want to be a personality who wants to have their bookings done and their hair appointments sorted, then we're not the right place for you. <laughs> because we want to be able to grow you to become a brand that can be consumed by people mm. and uh, that can be in retailers and, and, and that can be built, bought and purchased and, and exported to people across Africa and, and the world. So we then started working with uh, her in, in, in 2012 and I always say it was a labor of love because, um, you know, we just besides the, um, you know, work ethic that we both possessed, we just really, really love each other and we have got a great chemistry together and we have got an understanding of how things should be. You know, she has the most utmost respect for me and I respect her equally. So it was never really like that whole thing where, you know, when people are working with personalities, they like to be friends with them. They like to walk the red carpet with them and that sort of thing. It was very clear that Bonang's job was to be in front of the camera or in front of the mic. And my job was to be the engine behind the scenes that makes everything work. Um, and as a result, we then started building all these amazing partnerships with brands and uh, helping her to grow, you know, from the Woolworths lingerie partnership, which, uh, you know, has been around for the last four years. Revlon, which has also done for five years. And you know, a lot of these brands were coming into Africa and South Africa for the first time and wanting to work with people. And uh, she was always the first, the first one to be on the cover of, uh, you know, Cosmopolitan magazine as a black woman and Marie Claire and that sort of thing. And that was the strategy to say for the next five years, how are we going to be able to build the Brunang brand and sell the thing that the people love the most and, and ensure that we capitalize on it and we uh, have a strong foundation for a business so that, you know, you're not just walking the red carpet and be, being pretty but you are walking the red carpet and being paid for it so people want you on their red on the red carpet because they know that she puts so much time and effort you know she's gonna go for the dress fitting she's gonna co-design with the designer she wants to be best dressed on the red carpet and brands are now paying her to walk their red carpet because they know that the moment she walks the red carpet she's going to be on the front cover of every magazine and every newspaper and uh, that's how they're going to get their mileage back for certain mm-hmm. events and engagements so we really work very hard to ensure that, you know, she continues to connect with the South African audience that she has always loved, the ones that she was with from SABC uh, One and uh, Metro FM, but also grows her brand to become um, uh, more attractive to, uh, you know, the big players and where the money exchanges hands, which is the corporates and, and the brands and that sort of thing. And we helped her to mold it very nicely that it doesn't come across like it's disjointed. So she can still mm-hmm. be able to uh, go and host a Cartier event in one day and the next day she's on Metro FM speaking to 6.3 million uh, radio listeners at the same time. Bulilan, no, uh, Jay is speaking about mileage. Mm. Um, I know you, you're also good in terms of leveraging of mileage <laughs> as far as brand is concerned. <laughs> it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. I give credit when credit is true. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, 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 so maybe I mean, do um, do 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 you wanna add up on on on? No, on I think the, on for me it was it's uh maybe just focusing on the brand Bonang because I mean you can't run away from it. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. The Manchuria FM leave was it a calculated move? Um, it was a decision that was made based on where her business was mm. going. Um, she's so she loves radio, and radio is something that she does very naturally. But she gets a lot of international work, so there was quite a lot of inconsistencies around, uh, you know, the fact that sometimes she'll be on radio for two days or three days and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, and uh, then she has to go to New York and you know host something, or she has to go to Paris or London um, or Australia. Um, so. Radio was almost, uh, you know, becoming a, a, a challenge in terms of her schedule and her international work. And her focus right now is definitely on international work. So her departure from Metro FM then allowed her the opportunity to be able to explore a lot of the international opportunities that have been uh, presented to her. Because when you're on radio, you literally are a, 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 a five days a week uh, type person and you have to put in your six hours because you have to prepare for the show, host the show, get a debrief for Meet with management and all of that stuff um, And it, it, she couldn't Achieve all the things that she wanted to Achieve uh, last year if she Had remained on radio because she had a lot She had an app, she had the emojis, she had the Book, she had international Endorsements, so it was it was quite a lot For one year. Yeah, and I mean Is there such a thing as a favorite um, Brand that you Have worked on in the stable at DNA Oh geez, there is there such a thing. There, there are quite a quite a few. I mean, um, you know, I got amazing opportunities to launch some really interesting brands in the market. Flying Fish, uh, for once, uh, which was the first time mm. flavored beer actually. Mm. I'm sure you were getting drunk. <laughs> yeah, I really, really enjoyed that because it was very different. It was very cool. It was very quirky. Um, and it just, you know, helped us to do things a whole lot differently. So, you know, I, I, I really loved that. I also launched another alcohol brand called Liberado as well. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, which was also really about people who are authentically themselves, who just are not afraid to, uh, uh, be, to, to look different and to stand out and that sort of thing. And that really Spoke to uh, spoke to me. I did quite a, um, amazing work for Woolworths as well. You know, with Woolworths and uh, Style by SA, uh, working and, and uh, connecting them with amazing influencers in the country. Because Woolworths has always been a very good brand, but it has always been very white and very niche and very whatever. And then they came to us and they said, "Geez, you know, we want to do job better. How can we? Uh, how can you guys help us?" And we we helped them to to build a very uh, solid brand and connected them with some amazing personalities. And finally, our Probably mention um, you know American Express as well mm. uh, when we launched the SAA Voyager card. Uh, it was one of the the most exciting uh, campaigns that I've ever worked on. Uh, but yeah, I've got probably hundreds of campaigns under my belt. I, I can't even remember. I mean, Perth <laughs> Perth is another one like you that has been working with brands and 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 stuff. Maybe Perth uh, when when you maybe let me ask you this: How can you can you talk to us about? Um, how do you relate with different brands or working with different brands as a brand? Well, uh, first of all, you need to understand the organization that you're working with. Mm-hmm. Like um, at Startup Grind, I work with close to 13 brands and all big brands. And I have to make sure that each one of them is happy. Each one of them has their goals met. Each one of them... Um, they see value in working with uh, with us and with me without having to jeopardize anything. And also um, with 
the new brands that I bring on board, I have to make sure that it doesn't, um, it doesn't make the current brands that I'm currently working with feel like they're not doing anything or feel mm-hmm. like they're not doing much for me. So I've learned to sort of, um, distinguish between, um, creating value for the brand and also, um, trying to build a consistent, um, relationship with them because sometimes we kind of relax a lot, especially when you know that, for example, we have, um, Standard Bank as our, they've been our sponsor for quite a long, at startup, for quite a long time at Startup Grind. And we do have other companies that come on board and say, Hey guys, we also want to work with you. And you'd find that they're from the same industry. And then now, just because, um, Standard Bank has been with us for longer, we can't be saying, oh, um, now it's time for us to, to get something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sounds like, like something you'd say. <laughs> no, well, guys, uh, our time. <laughs> it's up now. As much as they can, I mean, a new company would come in bringing a different or something attractive on the table. But then you shouldn't forget where you come from, you know. So in that case, you need to then go back and say, hey, Yes, I understand. We've been in the relation, in a relationship for quite a while now. So there's other people that are looking as mm. well. There's other people that are interested in us. I mean, at the end of the day, if you put yourself out there, you uh, attract other people as well and other brands as well. And if they want to work with you, there's, there has to come, you have to come to a point where, um, the relationship work better for both of you. And also, don't jump into working with new brands. Like you always, like you hear people always say, rather the devil you know. So, um, if, 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 if a new brand comes on board, you have to make sure that, um, there's value between the both of you. You, they're not only getting so much out of you and you're not getting much from them as well. And then just be transparent, lay everything down on the table and, Make sure that you don't overpromise because a lot of times you find people saying, yes, I can do this for you. They're overpromising and stuff. And then at the end of the day, they don't deliver. And then you wonder why relationships get messed up. And bear in mind that not only do the relationships of the, of you and the brand, not only does the relationship get messed up, but also before I deal with, um, Cliff Central, I deal with Dabojo, who is an individual, who is a human being, who I might bump into the other time at another event or something like that. And that's what we need to, she spoke earlier on about, um, she spoke earlier on about, um, uh, uh, the fact that your brand is also like a representative of you as well. Mm. So before there's a company, there's you and there's that human element that you put into it. And that's what we need to focus on. Don't just say, Oh mm. no, I'm working for so and so company, but who's the decision maker? Who's going to make sure that the bills are paid. Who's going to make sure that um, they say yes if you add on to another, um, you know, something else onto the table? And that's what we need to ch- nurture first: the relationships that we currently have with the people that we're dealing with. Hmm. Uh, you know, you know what I find interesting, and I just want you guys to highlight, stemming from I think what I just threw in while you were busy talking about would you leave? It's something that you'd probably do. And what you touched on values, how important is it that when building a brand to focus on values, you know, and Mm -hmm. these values, do they determine what brands you work on? I don't know. Just give us anyone, any takers, any takers. Yeah. So 
You know, it's so important for you to figure out what your personal values um, are, what your passion is, and what um, what motivates you. Otherwise, you're going to find that you either work for a corporate or company, or you do business as an entrepreneur for a company, where your vision, your values are just not aligned, and that is then not going to give you, or rather, it's not going to allow you the ability to create from an authentic space and that's why I'm so passionate about what I do because you need to know yourself first as a brand, as a person that is what will determine whether I can work with Debo or not because I can see his values, his his purpose, his vision is ABC and there is a synergy therefore we can marry and go forward and create something absolutely um, spectacular, you know. Um, it's very important to answer your question. It's vitally important. That's why you find many people are in corporate, and that's more the space um, I I am in. Many people are in corporate in jobs that where they are so unhappy because they are not aligned with the the company's vision and the company's values. So they are so unhappy because they themselves have not have not de- developed and they can't articulate what their mission statement is, what their value is. Therefore you end up being very unhappy in whatever space it is that you are that you are working in. I th- I think for what you said is very important. Do you want to highlight maybe some of the mistakes um that people do when they do personal branding? Definitely. And Jay would align some of the mistakes that um SMEs do when they it comes to branding. Firstly, people don't know where they want to be. Um, they know where they're at and they're not happy with where they're at and they don't know where they want to be. And Jay will elaborate, but just like a company knows that they have a vision, they have a value in five or ten years, this is where they want to be. People don't know that. We just are in a culture where we get up, we go to work, um, tomorrow we do the same thing again, right? And also people don't know what what the questions are. That they need to ask So whoever you are If you are out there You want to develop A strong personal brand Reach out to somebody Who can help you So that you can ask The right questions And you can apply Those those um, Whatever answers it is That you get And then thirdly I would say That people don't know How to ask for help People are just Blindly going You know About Whatever it is that they're doing and they're not asking for, for, for help to help them establish whatever it is that they want to, that they want to accomplish. So I'd say it's those three things that people need to figure out where, where, where they are, where they want to go. People need to reach out to the right people. People need to ask, ask for help from, from people who are already doing whatever it is that they want to do. Mm. Jay? Um, SMEs. Yeah, so I think every business has got its DNA. Uh, it's got that one thing that makes it special and that makes uh, people come to it. You know, uh, the one big mistake that I think a lot of organisations make is that they're not really clear on what the DNA of their business is. Because clients are very interesting people. You know, they've got certain KPIs in their agendas that they want to meet, and they can come into your business. And uh, disrupt your flow and your value chain if you are not really aware of what you're offering. Mm-hmm. So we always say, um, you know, if 
the Nando's brand is really about satire and humor and that sort of thing. That's what it stands for and that the space that it works in, that's how it communicates. So people are not shocked when it makes a political statement because that is part of the DNA of the brand. Mm -hmm. So a lot of SMEs are not really aware of, you know, the importance of, of doing that. And then the other thing is that, especially with us as black people, we are workers. We love to work. We want to go to work and do what mm. we are good at. And we don't know how to build brands. So we don't focus and spend time on building brands. There are so many successful black entrepreneurs in this country who have done such amazing work, whose businesses have got a turnover of 250 million rand, mm. who you will never know. Mm. And it's not because they're not working. Mm. It's because they don't know how to build brands. And that's when the likes of Gaten McKenzie and Kenukun and they come through and they become the face of entrepreneurship mm. and they make it look like it's blingy and mm. it's all of that stuff and they're the wrong case studies for entrepreneurship mm. you know because the guys who are really authentic and really good at business just think that branding and marketing is frivolous yeah. they don't realize that yes. you also have yeah. to be able Very to true. build a, a legacy That's and it. a name because people don't buy products They buy a name People. You know yeah. The same thing is You'll find the same pair of shoes At Louis Vuitton In Santin uh, Selling uh, or, or even inferior To Maria McCloy's pair But because The Louis Vuitton brand Has been built In such an amazing way You go there And you buy their heritage yeah. And you go there And you buy their history yeah. And you go there To buy the Parisian uh, story you know, it's because we as black people are actually not really good at, at, at building our brands. And that's the one thing that destroys black SMEs and black True. businesses. Because when you compare it in terms of skill and in terms of competence, we are good. And sometimes we are far much better. There's so much mediocrity, especially in our space, in mm. marketing and advertising. Mm. You sit there in lots of rooms where these lead agencies are billing, you know, 200,000 rand a month. And what they're bringing there in terms of value is nothing. True. You know, they're bringing... The whiteness or the name of uh, of They're the founder the who was based in 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 the USA was so famous at the time. So that's what they bring to the table. Mm. So we as mm. black people need to work very hard to build our brands, and we mustn't take it for granted True. because that's what determines whether we're going to make it or not. And that could also change even if you're good and you're successful. That could make a difference between your business being a 250 million rent turnover and a one billion rent turnover because when people are coming to buy your brand. They are coming there and they are willing to pay. And Amen. Well, <laughs> 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 yeah, because when you were speaking, yeah. hey, it was going in. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, I, you resonate with my, yeah. my band. <laughs> no, man. And just, just, just from your perspective, Beth, I mean, you know, when you start talking about some of the things that they spoke about now, especially, I mean, I think with regards to brand building, do you find that corporates are... Well, most of the corporates are predominantly white-owned or European or whatever. Are their marketing departments open to doing business with, I don't know, SMME, partnering their brands with SMMEs? Or? Yes, they are. Um, I'll tell you, um, what a lot of big brands are looking for is consistency more than anything else. And they, if they work with you, they sort of like want that surety that you can deliver and you are capable of delivering. And now it's getting so messed up because of social media now. So one can come across as a social media celebrity or whatever you call it. They would say, I've got an X number of followers. Twelep. Twelep, yes. Yeah. <laughs> they would say, I've got 100 million or whatever. I don't know. I don't have 
that much followers So I wouldn't know Maybe a million followers Therefore I can work with you And I can push your brand And all of that But who are the people That are following you Are they the type of market That these companies Are looking for mm. Are they a mm. buying market mm. You know mm. If you are at a lab And you're saying I've got a million followers Out of those million followers How many of them Would actually convert Into our potential mm. customers Conversion. You mm. know Because you don't mm. just want it's been said a lot of times You don't just want likes You don't just want people uh, You know Saying Oh my god I'm so proud of you On social media At the end of the day If it's Like for me for I'll just give an example With me for example If I put out I do monthly events If I, if I put out an event On social media as much as I've got um, a few f- people following me, but those are the right people. Those are the same people that I know I would see at my next event. Those are the same people that I know if I want something important, they will reply. You know, I don't just, I'm not really fascinated much about the likes. And that is what corporates are looking for. You'd find that... Um, Somebody who's got over a lot of followers on social media goes to a big company and say, yeah, I will help you push it on social media. But then really, are they actually the target market? And that is how we need to be thinking of um, how we can actually merge it with conversion, like I, I, I said earlier on. However, I, I, I think yeah. from uh, my side, you know, I'll, I'll beg to differ slightly, but on a very different angle. Um, I, I do think that corporates and especially the government um, are really good at lip service when it comes to black SMEs and black entrepreneurs. <laughs> we have all these restrictions and barriers to government business because government wants to do business with a company that's got a 10 over 50 million rand a year. And as a young entrepreneur who started my organization last year, who self-funded, I do not have that amount of money. Mm. The reason why mm. they put up those uh, barriers is because they do not want to pay on time. So mm. they want to give you a 120-day mm. payment period so that if you've got 50 million rand, you can still be able to survive and they will not sink your business. That doesn't really help uh, us, you know, as, as SMEs, um, you know. And that doesn't help government communication either because they're giving their business to agencies who were talking about, you know, prior, who've got nothing to offer, who are not different, who are not quacky, who actually are in the minority in terms of uh, the, the country's demographics. And they're compromising on quality mm. because they want to go for that kind of clause, which then helps them to not pay on time. Mm. And in the end, and, you know, you look at the way the government communicates to the people and you're just like, who is writing this, you know? <laughs> I, I promise you it's a creative who, you know, is working for a big agency. They probably, you know, got a gap here, went to Australia, came back, and now they are a- having to deal with H&M, EFF, disaster. You know what I mean? And they're communicating on behalf of an organization or on behalf of a government. And they... Just shortchanging themselves, you know. So we need to kick those doors open. Um, you know, we can't keep having ministers of small business who are not adding any value to small business uh, in terms of ensuring that at least, you know, a certain percentage is being procured from young business people mm. in this country because we are the engine that's going to grow the economy and we, we're the ones with the creativity to understand this, uh, you know, a buzzword around the fourth industrial revolution. You know, we understand technology. We understand cost casting. We are young. We are agile. We are cheaper, you know, but 
entities like governments and, and corporates are stuck, you know, and that's why, um, it becomes very hard to do business with them because they are not, they're disservicing themselves, uh, by not opening those doors, you know, and I know there are hundreds and thousands of young entrepreneurs like myself who are there, who are always raising their hands and saying, we are ready, you know, and you find out that, you know, we end up, you know, doing business with small other entities because they're the ones who are more willing to listen to us and that sort of thing. And we do great work for them. But if only we had an opportunity to be able to work on national campaigns, um, you know, mm. you're mentioning proudly South African and, and mm. brand South Africa. Who are their agencies? Are those agencies black? Are those agents, you know what I mean? Because you are brand South Africa, but you might be, uh, you, you, but your branding is being done by an international agency. So those are the things that, you know, we're always talking about in this space to say, uh, open those doors, man, and let young entrepreneurs mm. get in because we, are going to make such a difference And I promise you From a pricing perspective We are much better <laughs> I think we need to ask Proudly South Africa No, no, no After def- the show no, <laughs> Thank you We must ask Mum Happy Who's there Yeah No, definitely I, I, I think, I think we, we, We're still going to Bring you guys on the show You guys have got Some, mm. some good insight yeah, The content uh, we'll, we'll bring you on on, on, your, on separate terms And on You know Separate discussions um, You know But more than anything Let me take this opportunity To thank you for taking your time uh, to come through, you know, I always say when you're having a good time, time always runs out. Um, but more than anything, as we close quickly, um, where can people get hold of you? Um, so you, anyone can get a hold of me by email on tracy at brandunique.co.za. That's spelled brand. Unique is spelled Y O U. N-I-Q-U-E Or people can get me on um, Instagram Which is brand underscore unique um, Which is Y-O-U-N-I-Q-U-E Oh, okay. My brother? Um, I am available as well on Instagram is jbadza, J-A-Y-B-A-D-Z-A, uh, on Instagram and my email address is j at orchardon25.co.za. Okay. So, so where do we get wine? Uh, K Beth at Rebeth.com. That's B-E-T-H at R-E-B-E-T-H.com. That's my email address. And then I'm Beth Malaji on all social media platforms. Hmm. So easy. Sure. (laughs) Now, man, I I really was enjoying the conversation. Time is a matter. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, guys, for coming. Get things done is my thing. That's right. No, definitely. Catch us again next time for another exciting installment of 360 Base. My name is Deborah Mafodi, and we are. This is CliffCentral.com.